0: all right <clears throat> good morning so now we're going to be talking about daniel and the lion's den <clears throat> when the lion's den event occurred daniel was in his 80s a life of hard work and obedience he had risen through the political ranks as administrator of this pagan kingdom babylon in fact daniel was so honest and hard-working that the government officials those who were jealous of him could find nothing against him to cause him to be removed from office, so they tried to use Daniel's faith in God against him. They tricked the King Darius into passing a 30-day decree that said anyone who prayed to another god or man other than the king would be thrown into the lion's den. Daniel learned of the decree but did not change his habit, just had, just as he had done His whole life, he went home, knelt down, faced Jerusalem, and prayed to God. The wicked administrators caught him in the act and told the king. King Darius, who loved Daniel, tried to save him, but the decree could not be revoked. The Medians and the Persians had a foolish custom that once a law was passed, even a bad law, it could not be repealed. Okay, at sundown, they threw Daniel to the den alliance. The king... Could not eat or sleep all night. At dawn he ran to the lion's den, asked Daniel if his God had protected him. Daniel replied, My God sent his angel, and he shut the mouths of the lions. They had not hurt me because I was found innocent in his sight, nor have I ever done anything wrong before you, O king. Daniel chapter six, verse verse twenty-two. Scriptures say the king was overjoyed that the prophet had survived his night with the wild beasts. God had sent an angel to shut the mouths of the lions. Daniel was brought out unharmed because he had trusted in his God, Daniel. Chapter 6, verse 23. The king Darius had the men who falsely accused Daniel arrested, along with their wives and children. They were all thrown into the lions' den where they were immediately killed by the beasts. Okay. Because of because of the lines then experienced Daniel reached I'm sorry Darius reached this conclusion about God for he is the living God and he will endure forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed. He will rule his and his rule will never end. He rescues and saves his people. He performs miraculous signs and wonders in the heavens and on earth. He has rescued Daniel from the power of the lions. Daniel chapter 6. Verse 26 to 27. The king issued a decree ordering the people to fear and reverence the God of Daniel. Daniel prospered under the reign of Darius and King Cyrus, the Persian, after him. All right. So what we could see here. All right. That. That. You will have accusers. All right. When you live for God, you will have enemies because you are showing um, when you walk with God and obey him, even though it's hard. And you put effort into it. Yes, you have to put effort into it because, you know, it's a relationship and all relationships, you know, in order to survive and thrive and grow, they must work must be done. Okay. That's that's what has to be done. You you have to work at it, work on your salvation, with fear and trembling. So. With that being said, when you start doing that. You'll be perfect. You'll be perfect in God's eyes. And you will expose the. Error in people who don't walk with God. And you'll convict them because you'll be being a light. To where you are, whether at work or whether um, with family, that's just how it is. And it will c- cause you to have enemies. Okay. And the one thing in, in trials sometimes we don't understand is that God is in control. Okay. There's another thing too. God is is one who creates vessels for honor and vessels for dishonor. Okay. Just like God created Pharaoh, okay? And he says the Lord will have mercy on whom he will have mercy in God's heart he will harden, he will harden. And God harden Pharaoh's heart. Okay. So God fashion, you know, God has your enemies tailor-made just to be used as vessels to test you and to try to see if you still trust in him, okay? And um, that is something that we always have to keep in the back of our minds, all right? A lot of times that we don't think that sometimes because we let, sometimes we let fear um, take over us. That is the thing. okay. And we don't be like if you read Romans chapter nine, he writes, therefore, he has mercy on whom he wills and he hardens whom he wills. All season, Pharaoh's hard, hard a pattern that was, again, a work in his own day, namely the rejection of Jesus Christ the Messiah by many of his own Jewish people. Okay. And these um, ad- these wicked advisors to the king, you know, their hearts were hardened toward the living God. Okay. And they soon became just vessels to be used. Okay, a tool to uh, bring God glory. All right. And after they were finished being used, they were discarded. All right. They dug a ditch for Daniel, but they ended up falling in that ditch. That's the thing. Unfortunately, you know, um, their wives and children had to pay the price as well. All right. But we must always understand that, you know, God is there. Okay, when a trial comes up and our faith is tested, we must always understand that God is there but this only works if your faith has grown to that point a lot of times you hear this story preached or talked about in bible studies but the key thing is your faith growing to that point to sustain the trials right now we're in the end times okay And a lot of people are just saying that I'll never take the mark of the beast I'll never do this I'll never do that but if your faith is not growing to that point You are going to take that mark of the beast. You say that now with your words, but when you can't work or you can't um, buy food. Okay. That is when that's the rubber meets the road or you see your kids hungry or your spouse is urging you to go get that mark or your family members are urging you to go get that mark. OK. Because the Antichrist will appear and it's not going to be like, you know, some sort of uh, it's not going to be some sort of rain that everybody hates the Antichrist. No, people are going to love the Antichrist. OK. And they're going to say you should take the mark because the Antichrist is the one who's going to be giving out the mark. OK, that's what's going to happen. Oh, you should go get it, man. You know, he's such a wonderful person. I don't know what's your problem. He's such a wonderful person. You should get the mark. And you with that Bible knowledge, if all you have is the knowledge, but you don't have the faith to withstand the trials, you're going to fall apart. Okay, it's going to be, you can't be lukewarm. In these, in, in these time, in these times, and it's not easy. It's not. But we have a choice to make. Do we want to make it out like Daniel, or are we going to allow these lions to tear us up? Okay, these demons. Okay. They're going to tear up a lot of Christians. Because there's so many ways to look at this, how this is going to play out. Okay. All right. And we must also look at the fact that this is, you know, the end times, you know, the falling away, the hardships, you know, coming. Tribulation period. You know, th- all this is, is God's final chance for us. He's given us one final chance for us to get it right. Okay. This is our last chance. Okay. Our last chance. And some people are going to be looking about this and like, oh, you know, this this isn't, you know, you're not telling the truth. I mean... You know, I mean, I look at it as this. I mean, you can't at, just look at a person like Jesus Christ who went through all this pain and suffering and expect you're not going to go through it yourself. you was called to be Christlike. But he always gives us a choice. You're either going to walk with me or you're not going to walk. You're going to side with me or you're not with me. You're against me. That's it. It's black and white. It is not an easy road to walk. Broad is the path to destruction. Narrows the gate to eternal life. It's difficult. Few find a way in narrow and few that find it. It's very few that find it. you have it. You know. It's, it's not a cakewalk. All right. It definitely is not. Well, let's look into this arc a little bit more. Points and lessons and points of interest. The name Daniel means God is my judge. Daniel is a type of Christ, a godly biblical character who foreshadowed the coming Messiah. He's called blameless. And the lines den miracle. Daniel's trial resembles that of Jesus before Pontius Pilate and Daniel's escape from certain death is like Jesus' resurrection. The lines then also symbolize Daniel's captivity in Babylon where God protected and sustained him because of his great faith. Okay, God was not concerned with man's laws. He saved Daniel because Daniel obeyed God's law and was faithful to him. While the Bible encourages us to be law-abiding citizens, some laws are wrong and unjust and are unru- and overruled by God's commands. Daniel is not mentioned by name in Hebrews 11, the great hall, great hall of fame, but he is alluded in verse 33 as a prophet who shut the mouths of lions. Daniel was taken into captivity at the same time, uh, Shijia Mishrak and the Bendigo. When those three were thrown into the fire furnace, they exhibited the same kind of trust in God. The men expected to be rescued, but if they were not, they chose trusting God over disobeying Him, even if it meant death. And that's a thing, too. That is a thing, too, because, you know, I, I have that fear of death. I'm not going to lie. But see, that's the thing, you know we're not promised an easy life we're not promised that if we trust god we'll get out of it scot-free we'll get out of it pain-free no okay jesus died a brutal death jesus prayed father if this cup could be taken from me you know if it could if it could if it's what he went through it if it's not you know, he he still went through. If it's still your will for me to go through this, if it's still your will for me to, you know, if it if it be so, all right. He was sweating drops of blood, okay. But he he understood, you know, um, if you know, I, if I still got to go through this, I'm I'm gonna go through this. I'm still gonna I'm gonna please you, Father. And that's that's the model that we have to follow if we want to make it through that narrow gate, okay. He was humble on, you know, even to the to the to the cross, to death on a cross. Okay, that's that's how humble, that's how obedient Jesus was. The third day rose, conquered death, and gave us a path to go to heaven if we're willing to be obedient. And it's not easy. It's cutting out people, places, and things. But that's how you survive the lion's den. And that's how people have to look at it. Those who want to be Christian, those who want to be Christian, those who are in the faith, that they have to look at it that way. They have to go through that way. And a lot of people don't want to. And that's their choice. It gives us a choice, but we can't be mad when we don't end up to be with God <clears throat> after death. Okay. We can't be mad. Because he did say there'd be tests and trials, tests and trials. A lot of us don't want to go through that. Well, you have to question, Do you are you really a Christian? And it's tough. Because the life hurts. But it hurt Jesus, too. But he overcame. That's the thing. Heavens for overcomers. It's not a place, it's not a place for people to do whatever they want. You can't just say you're you know, you say a prayer and that's it. No. This is your whole life. And this is in order for Daniel to survive this trial, it was hard work. He had a, a relationship with Jesus, a real relationship with God. Okay. He had a real relationship. He was not making out of this if he just had a laxidaxal relationship. He was not making out of here. All right. That's the thing. However, if he had a, you know... That's basically it. Whether we live or whether we die, praising God, that's so be it. A lot of people laugh at this, say that's fanatical stuff. We don't have to go that far. Okay. Okay. All right. That's all I'm going to say. That is all I'm going to say. i gonna end it just like that. Peace and be blessed.